Raw Truth podcasts may contain explicit, sensitive, and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or other medical professional. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Women's lives follow many paths, twists and turns, and choices never planned nor expected. In life, temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness can lead a good person to make a choice that they can't take back. When facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. In this podcast, you will hear stories from women who made the choice to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity an anonymous and no-judgment podcast created and hosted by me, Rebecca Adams. I was an unfaithful wife. You are not alone. Hello and welcome to Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca. When you guys listen to this, when it first releases, it will be March, which means we are that much closer to spring. Yay! Kids are probably getting excited for spring break if they're in school. I think up here in Washington State, though, it's the first week of April, so we still have some time. But hopefully you guys have some fun plans. Disneyland, maybe. I mean, that's where I like to go. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you guys know that I am researching for a couple of topics for Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. One of them is a hall pass. Of course, we all have heard of it. There was a movie out. I think it had Owen Wilson, and I forget who the other one was. Him and Vince Vaughn are in a lot together, but I don't think it was. No, it was, uh, oh, what's his name? He used to be on Saturday Night Live, and now he's, you know, he's in that one show playing that one thing. Oh, gosh, what's his name? I can see it on the top of my head. In the series, he was a, he's a baseball coach. I um, mean, he's kind of a, from, you know, the South, and they moved him. Oh, anyways, I think he was in that. Maybe not. Anyway, hall pass. Has anybody experienced that? Has anybody thought about that? Does anybody know anybody who has dealt with that? I'd like to know. Shoot me a message. Um, Also, a couple of other topics. One of them is, why do us women tend to go for the bad boys? That's another one. And the third one is, I got to look here. Oh, swinger. Have you ever met up with some friends, some new friends, and everything seemed great, and then you find out they were swingers, and they either try or do convince you to swing along with them? Curious. So if you're new and you haven't heard of Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, it's basically just, it's a separate podcast that I do about taboo subjects. And it's pretty much, you know, I kind of like to look for articles about it and what, you know, maybe a professional might say. But then I also like to survey the listeners. And so if you're following me on social media, or you want to shoot me an email, um, I am definitely looking for little short um, thoughts and opinions or short stories in regards if you've experienced any of these. Um, So again, hall pass why women like bad boys. Maybe you have an experience with that. Um, I know a lot of affairs, they tend to go that way. 
And then, of course, the swingers. And I actually have one story from an avid listener, and he shared his. Uh, but I'm looking for a little bit more. So don't be shy. Everything is anonymous, as you know. And uh, would love to have it on that uh, future episode. Anyways, today we're going to start a new story from Allison. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and it has really been helping me. I, myself, am in a situation that has gone on for over a year now. Every time I think I can stop, I come back for more. I am in a woman in her late 30s and at my peak sexually. I have been married five years and together for about 10. My husband is 23 years older, which sometimes can cause normal problems for this age gap. The big problem we've experienced recently is obviously lack of sex and intimacy. I love my husband very much, and he is a very loyal man. I usually end up masturbating at least once or twice a day. So here comes the issue. I met a man who is also married and struggles with the exact same issues as me. He showed extreme interest in me right away when we met at a bar. And we became close friends at first. My parents divorced when I was younger than 10 years old. My mom was having an affair and eventually left my dad for a younger man. I lost my virginity in high school and was with my first boyfriend for over two years. I always thought I would marry my high school boyfriend, but no. After we broke up, I did have quite a few sexual relationships. I met my first husband when I was 20, and we were together for quite a while before we even decided to have a child. I feel we were always just better as friends, and when we did decide to end it, it was mutual. I did cheat on him, and my ex-husband knows everything, and to this day, we are really good friends. But that whole situation was different, and we have a child together, so we co-parent very well. I feel that we were never that sexually compatible. More so, just good friends with a lot of common interests. I tried to make that part work the best we could, but he wasn't very adventurous. I was in my 20s, and I didn't know what I wanted or liked yet, and I settled in that area. We were married almost 10 years, but we married young, and, again, we were friends. I told him the truth about having an affair, and he was actually understanding, as he knew things were off, and I feel he wanted out as well, which is why things went so smoothly with the divorce. I lived on my own for a few months, but still dated the man I had an affair with, my now husband. I met him at a bar. I rushed into this as well, like I did with all my relationships. We ended up moving in together pretty quickly, but didn't get engaged until over two years later, and then didn't marry for another two years after that. So that part wasn't rushed. I have zero intentions of leaving him. We had a lot of mutual friends, and I always knew who he was, but we were always just friends. He was much older than me, and I didn't look at him that way. That is, until we started spending more time together and getting close as friends, and the rest developed from there. As an older man, he made me feel things I had never felt. He's very caring and always took care of my needs first and always made me feel so beautiful and sexy. 
I met my current affair partner about a year and a half ago at a restaurant bar with a group of mutual friends. This man is not only gorgeous, but he has a great job, he is funny, and he has all the traits that makes us good friends. Plus, we are very sexually compatible. Like my current husband, he is older than me, but not nearly as much. We just have a lot of fun together. We don't get to spend a lot of time together and usually we can only get a hotel room once a month, but it is worth it when I'm doing it because of the way he makes me feel. I'm getting to unleash all of my sexual built-up tension. We have managed to be very safe and we are known as friends around all of our mutual friends, but we have a secret app to talk on and we chat all the time. The problem is we can never be seen together for all the obvious reasons. Neither one of us wants to leave our current situations, but we have fun together. This is where I struggle the most. The lying, the secrets. I want to stop, but not sure how. Lately he has been acting weird and I find myself saying, you know what, I am better than all of this. I have a man that would never question how much he loves me and there are no limits to what he would do for me. We haven't been together for a couple of months as I have really been trying to limit communication. I have even started therapy to help me understand my situation and how to work through it and end the affair. My husband appears to always be suspicious of things because of our age difference. I work out and take care of myself physically and so he is always worried about me finding someone else. But that's not ever what I want. I do not want to leave my husband, and I feel I have truly made progress on ending the affair. If my husband did ever find out, it would not be good at all. He did suspect this person and I were getting too close because we all knew the same people and would hang out together at a local bar. He would get very overprotective, and he is a very jealous person. I was drawn into this person because he is attractive and we have a lot in common and actually the fact that he is married helps because I know he doesn't want to leave his situation either. So we are safe, so to speak. I think this affair now is about more excitement sexually. I have a few girlfriends that I have confided in. Overall they are supportive but want me to do the right thing and just stop the affair. I always feel judgment, not because my friends make me feel that way on purpose. I feel so much guilt and remorse all of the time. I am in the process of starting therapy and I don't plan on getting back intimately with this man, but find it so hard to stop talking to him. If he does want to again soon and then there's an opportunity, it will be hard for me to say no. I am at my sexual peak and that is about all it is at this point. Looking back, I'm not sure if I would change anything to be honest. I would like to say I would never have done it again, but I've had a lot of good moments with this person and great sex. Thank you, Allison, for sending in your story. And I know we chit-chatted back and forth a little bit. I'm going to give you my thoughts, my experiences, my advice. And I always try and do this with being as gentle as I can. And I don't judge. 
I was married to a person who was nine years older. And I am married to another person now who's seven years older. So I am 51 now, and my husband is 58, the Marine, if you guys have been listening. Um, If my late husband were still alive, he'd be 60, going on 61. I'm noticing at that age, a lot is changing. And maybe you're like me. I don't know what it was, but once I got divorced from my husband that I had cheated on, I didn't realize that my next husband was that much older than me when I met him. He appeared younger and he acted like a spaz. And so, you know, I thought, okay, this is good, you know. But I noticed changes. And even being married to the Marine, I noticed changes. They slow down. And I mean, I'm not in my 30s, certainly. But I imagine your husband is somewhere around my husband's age. And they're tired. Their hormones are changing. I don't know about you, but for me, it makes me feel like I'm not desired. And so it hurts. Um, And it sounds like you love your husband very much, but there's just something missing, right? I mean, it doesn't, I mean, obviously the sexual side of it, but they're, I'm wondering, you're saying that he'll do anything for you. You know how much he loves you. You don't want to leave him. How are you guys emotionally together? Do you have good conversations? Do you get along? Do you fight? You know, where is that part of the marriage? Also, have you talked with your husband about his lack of desire? Talk to him about going to the doctor, testosterone checks, hormone check, all of that to see if there's anything that can be done. Did you guys have a lot? I wonder, and that's why I'm asking, did you guys, were you really sexually compatible? It sounded like it maybe, but when you first started going out and started seeing each other. So going back, um, and I know I'm kind of jumping around everything. uh, We've talked about in the past limerence. And that limerence is that beginning stages of when you first meet somebody, um, you connect and all of a sudden it's almost like, oh my God, I can't live without this person and they're so wonderful and um, you can't get enough of each other and then time goes on and life and monotony, the day-to-day stuff comes into play. Everybody's tired. Maybe some people have kids and things just don't change and you guys don't date anymore. Not you guys, but just in general, people forget to date. It's kind of like planting that garden and you can plant it, but if you don't water it, what's going to come out of it? Nothing. So are you guys still dating each other even though you're married? I mean, what would you want out of your marriage to make it so much better that you wouldn't look at somebody else? So looking at this other person My thoughts um, are, you guys are still in that limerence stage, okay? You don't have that day-to-day life anymore. Both of you guys only see each other at the right time when it's about fun. There's nothing, you guys aren't living together, dealing with the bills, dealing with the broken toilets, you know, the day-to-day crap that we live with, right? You only get to see each other. And that some of the things that are not good 
about relationships probably don't surface because you're not at that point. So this isn't just at you, but anybody who's really, you know, having an affair, they haven't had the day-to-day real life with this person. So they don't really know what it's like until they do. Um, what is he, I mean, he's not wanting to leave his spouse. You're not wanting to leave your spouse. Um, because we know when couples leave their spouses for their affair partners, the majority of the time it doesn't work out because they're building that relationship based on what they know of each other with those little tiny, small times of intimacy together. I guess my question would be, if your husband was able to give you whatever it is it's missing, the sex, the intimacy, would that still contain you as far as your needs? Or do you think you would still feel like you need to find an outside person to fulfill that? I've been there. I, you know, the husband that I cheated on, and I've mentioned this many times, I just was not sexually attracted to him at all. And there were reasons and I've shared it before. And instead of divorcing him, I just did what I did. And, um, I know for myself that I should have gone a different direction and just, you know, divorced him. But the only way for you to actually stop with this man that you're with, this affair partner is you, you're the only one that can stop it. Um, if you truly, truly in your heart of hearts, you're like, I am done with this guy. And these are the reasons why you, you need to, even if you write him a letter, send it to him or write him a letter and burn it, block his number, um, block his email, do anything you can to avoid the temptation because it's so easy to fall back in that trap. And if you really, really want to get out of it, there's ways around it, but it takes an incredible amount of strength to do it. And do you think you have that strength? And as I read your story, I'm not sure if you really do at this point, because he's still drawing you back in. You said it would almost be hard to say no. So what you have to do is take yourself completely away from the situation where that temptation is not there anymore. I think if you keep going down this route, you know, what if your husband does find out and you end up getting divorced and you end up meeting somebody else and then having an affair with some, I mean, it's, it's a cycle that's going on and it's not a healthy cycle. I think you really need to be able to take time and find out what it is that you need in your life and what you've been missing and find that. And it may not be sex. It may not be intimacy. It may be something deeper. Um, you had mentioned you were young when you got married. I was too. I didn't get to sell my oats, so to speak. And I think that's what led me to do a lot of the things that I did. Plus, I needed that feeling of constant excitement. I thrived on it. It made me feel good, the dopamine. So I wonder with you, where are you right now with that? You know, really dig deep into your soul and think about the big picture and keep trying. And if you want this marriage, you can make it work. But you may have to have that heart to heart with your husband, especially if he's kind of suspicious and you know that he would do anything for you. So if he would do anything for you, then he needs to prove that, though, too. go to the doctor, see if there's anything that can happen. 
you know, like I said, it could be a testosterone thing. It could be a depression thing. Um, I deal with that with my husband now. I dealt that with my husband who passed away. And I really think it does have a lot to do with age. Um, but you're young and in, somebody in their late 50s, when we were kids, that seemed old. But it's really not. There's still a lot of vitality in there. And I hope that you guys can reconnect and just focus on your future together and go in a positive way. And you're able to leave this other person behind. Let him deal with his issues with his wife and family. There's a lot at risk for both of you. So that's my bumbling thoughts and advice. Um, keep in touch. I'd love to know if anything has changed, if you were able to break it off, where things are. I always have an end of year uh, episode. So if anything changes, feel free to reach out. I really appreciate your support of the podcast. And I appreciate that you sent in your story. Take care. On Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, I share stories of women who have been unfaithful to their spouse or partner. I give them a safe space to be able to explain what happened and why they chose the direction of infidelity. But I also feel it is just as important to understand what the betrayed husband or partner faced when he uncovered the truth. Well, a few months went by and I started hearing rumors. Eventually, her own mother and father told me that they suspected that she was cheating. They said his vehicle would be at my house at all hours. It got so bad that she would argue with me about coming home. I needed to stay out and make more money. I knew what was going on. I didn't want to admit it. She was basically wanting me to leave so her boyfriend could move into my $250,000 house. As it turned out, they were having sex on a mattress that was new in my home. While he was there supposedly working on my house. This is everything I found out after they had been sleeping together for a fucking year. His wife actually sent me a text telling me to keep my whore away from her husband. Of course, this had been way before I suspected anything. My own mother-in-law, her mother, told me I should come home unannounced. One Saturday morning around 8 a.m., I came around the curve to my house, and what do you know? To my surprise, his truck was in my driveway. I barely remember pulling into the driveway. My adrenaline was pumping. I ran for the back door, and when I stepped into the living room, my wife was barely clothed, and she was helping him get his clothes on. To hear exclusive stories of the men's discovery of female infidelity in their relationship, have early access to regular episodes ad-free and more extras, subscribe to my Patreon by visiting my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. Subscription pledges start as low as only $4 a month. You have been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of Raw Truth Podcasts is truly appreciated. When you visit the website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com, you will find the story guides to help form your story, where you can subscribe to Patreon for exclusive episodes, and to vote for the podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. 
If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to my other podcast, Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, where taboo topics are discussed. To submit your female infidelity story, share feedback, or have general questions about the show, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com.